Welcome to the Unscripted Podcast, where we discuss all things mindset, woo-woo, and how to walk your own path and use your life lessons to get you that much closer to your dream life. I'm your host, Samantha Bordelotti, and I'm a business coach on a mission to help you live your dream life authentically and to inspire you to never let your past dictate your future, because who are you not to be that girl? Let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I am here with Shana Record to talk all things resistance and getting started and quantum leaping because they go hand in hand. Shana is a business and mindset coach who helps people overcome their mindset blocks, map out their strategy, and feel confident in what they are creating. Welcome, Shana. I'm so excited to have you here. Welcome. I'm super excited to be here with you today. Um, okay. So I like to start off the podcast with some icebreaker questions. I promise they're not that hard. <laughs> um, okay. So the first question is a beach or pool. Ooh, beach. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. a beach person too. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. And red wine, white wine or rosé? Gosh, I like them all. Oh <laughs> like I, you know what I find? I, I go through seasons. It's like right now I'm, I'm kind of on the white. Um, then I go on a red stretch in the summer. I like Rose. So I don't know. I like them all. I know. I find them the same way too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Next question is what is your favorite crystal? If you're into that kind of, stuff? Oh my gosh, I am. I have crystals all over my, my office. You know what? Actually, this one's not a crystal, yeah. but it is something I will share. It's right here. It's called Moldavite. Are you familiar oh, okay. with Moldavite? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. It's a, they call it the space crystal. Um, and so it's a tiny little piece of glass and it's um, relative. This was like $120. If you guys could see it, it's the size of my thumbnail. Yeah. But since this entered into my life, which was back in the spring, I've had so many crazy shifts in my life. Some of them kind of crazy, like not so great, but they needed to happen in order to get to the great kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. If you know anything about Moldavite, this stuff works. (laughs) Oh, that is so cool. I'm going to have to go pick myself up one. Yeah. Well, read about it first because yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Um, So if you could read one book for the rest of your life, what would it be? Fiction, nonfiction, anything? Oh, um, I have a couple good ones. Uh, the one I would say is, oh, U squared. U squared is one of my absolute favorite books. Yeah. yeah, I've heard of it. I haven't read it yet. It's on my list, but I've- yeah, it's what got me into the quantum leaping and understanding the quantum leap strategy. And, and, oh, okay. um, it's a powerful book and it's only 35 pages. And so oh, it's oh, okay. easy to read and it's, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Um, what is your favorite show you can win binge watch over and over and never get sick of? Oh, good question. Um, binge watch. (laughs) Okay. You're going to have to cut out the space while I'm thinking, but, um, what do I binge watch over and over? I mean, I'm a big stand-up comedy kind of person. Like we've watched some of the same stand-up comedies two and three times, just because I love to just sit mindless and be able to be entertained. Yeah. I don't want to think too much when I'm kind of in that. So we do Netflix binges on the weekend sometimes of just even old stand-up comedy and new stuff. And yeah, I'm going to yeah. say that. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Stand-up comedy is always good, yeah. right? It's just, it's funny. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, okay, last question. So what is one thing you wish you knew before starting your business? Oh gosh, um, there's so many things, but I wish I knew and understood the power of taking action Mm-hmm. Or because I actually, uh, I actually resisted my business for a year before I actually started it. And I, and I, not that I, you know, everything happens the way it's supposed to, yeah. you know, yada, yada, yada. But I often think to myself, had I just jumped in back in 2015, when I first got the idea, where would I, I be today? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. I resisted my business. Farther ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You did the same. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like it's true. Like, I mean, that's, that's part of our journeys. It just, it needed to happen that way. And yeah, it's what it is. Right. Yeah. Try not to like, yeah, I know dwell on it and what (laughs) I know. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, great. So I will let you have the floor and yeah. Tell us all about resistance. Yeah. Well, let's, I'll I'll start with the whole, you know, starting my coaching business. I'll share that story. Yeah. and, and actually what I'm going to share with this, it's, it's a, it's a analogy that it was shared with me and it's about the feather, the brick and the Mack truck. So I'll kind of weave that into my story as well. Mm. So I started, I got the idea to start an online coaching in 2015. I was reading a book. Uh, this was actually even, I would say in 2015, there, there were definitely online coaches in the <laughs> space, but Instagram wasn't what it was back in 20. I don't even know if Instagram yeah. was back in 2015, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but you know, Facebook and there was, um, Periscope and there was like these apps where people were coming in and talking, right. And, and podcasts even too. Yeah. And I remember seeing these, these people doing this work and thinking like, and I was reading this book and she had an online brand as well, where she was, you know, coaching and stuff. And I was like reading it going like, what, a, like, why couldn't I do something like this? And the book that I was reading at the time was about network marketing. Cause I had spent 10 years um, or eight years at that time as a top network marketer. And so I was like, if she yeah. can be an online coach and teach people network marketing, why couldn't I, I mean, I'd created six figures in network marketing. I felt like, you know, I had established a decent business mm-hmm. and my husband and I actually sat and talked about it for a couple hours, just like talking about this idea of like, I could create this brand and, you know, all these things. Yeah. But then fear, doubt, resistance, all of those things crept in when it actually came to doing the work, right? Yeah. So, um, and so this is where I'm going to introduce the story of the feather, the brick and the Mack truck. So the feather uh, is the, is that, that little sort of dusting in your ear that says, Hey, you know, maybe mm-hmm. you could do that. Like maybe, yeah. you could, you know, the idea pops in and you start to think about it. And, you know, after that came in, you know, we, I started looking at other online coaches. I started following more coaches online yeah. more podcasts and things like that. And, but I still resisted it. Who am I to do that? I have yeah. a successful, uh, this other business. Why would I need to do that? Like, you know, all of yeah. the self-limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. So then, um, so I didn't do anything with it. I just kind of shelved it and just was like n- watching. Yeah. And yeah. then there's the brick. So the brick comes into your life when you are, the universe is trying to guide you. Like the feather is like, Hey, go look at this. This could potentially right. be this, the, well, I'll, I'm going to say the feather saying, this is for you go mm-hmm. down this road. Yeah. If you don't listen to the feather, then you get the brick Okay. and the brick is the universe. I say it's the universe saying, no, you need to go down this road. And so mm-hmm. for me, the brick came in the form of financial struggle. So my husband and I both entrepreneurs, my business was doing well in network marketing. Mm-hmm. He had made some expansions in his business that just didn't work out the way he wanted it to. And it was creating some stress and some financial 
stress for us. Yeah. And, um, without going into the whole thing, it came down to, we needed another stream of income to be able to manage the lifestyle we had. Right. And so he looked at me, he's like, well, what about that coaching business? Like, that would be a great thing to start. You could start taking on coaching clients and then, and that whatever. Mm-hmm. And luckily for me, I listened to that brick because really when you're in, when your back's against a wall, you kind of, you got to do something, you got to take action, right? Yeah. Like the fears, the, the doubts and things that I had just didn't really hold water. I had to, you know, do something about it mm-hmm. and I wanted to. So it was kind of like, you know, I wanted to, and this was sort of the final push that I needed, but the brick hits you with something. It's usually something painful. It's usually right. something that's right. going to make you move. Mm-hmm. Now, luckily for me, I listened to the brick started the coaching business and and things have just kind of snowballed from there. But if you don't listen to the brick, then you get the Mack truck and Mm -hmm. the Mack truck is typically something that is really not great. Um, it's probably going to force you to go into a new direction Mm. and you know, it doesn't always happen like that, but I remember hearing that analogy and I just, I, you know, there's so many times in my life where I was like, damn, why didn't I listen to that feather? Because I, you know, I'd get the brick or sometimes, you know, the Mack truck. And so it's a good analogy to share because if you are, you know, wanting to do something in your life and you're feeling the fear and the doubt, the fact that you even got the idea to do it, tells you that it's for you. Yeah. Like you wouldn't get the idea. You wouldn't get the notion to want to start a business or, you know, move to another country or do something, you know, big in your life if that wasn't meant for you. And so you, you gotta kind of listen to those nudges and it doesn't mean that you need to stop everything and go in this new direction. Yeah. But you can start to read a book up on something or take a class or just talk to like, you can start to take some steps. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Does that, do you relate to that at all? Oh yeah. I love that analogy. That is such a good one. I'm going to have to use that. I love it. Um, It's so true when you think about it, like, well, how many times have you gotten an idea for something or got a notion to do something? And if you didn't listen to it right away, like eventually you end up taking action on it in some way, shape or form, hopefully before something major happens. Exactly. But um, those, those ideas that we get, you know, those they're, like I said, they're, they're, we get them because they're possible for us because we have what it takes to, to move yeah. that. And I'm talking about, you know, those big ideas to make a career change or start a business or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I think oftentimes people get those ideas and they see it and they're like, oh, but then who am I, you know, right. and the resistance comes in. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you, if you don't listen, and you'll know, right. Cause I know, I don't know about for you, but for me, when I got the idea to start my coaching business, even when I tried to put it away, I was like confronted with coaches and like, I was always seeing and yeah. feeling and hearing and thinking about it. Like I couldn't make it stop, you yeah. know? Yeah. That was the same with me too. Like, I know, like, I mean, social media can be such a good tool, but such a bad tool in the sense of like comparison and stuff like that. Like, yeah you have that idea to become like a coach, but then you see all these other coaches out there and you're like, well, who am I? Like, she's making six figures. She's making seven figures. And like you get in your head, but like, you know, it shows up for a reason. Like you're meant to share your message. And well, yeah. And, and the thing is, is that your message and the way that you say it and the way that you do it, even your unique voice, like there are people who are attracted to you and the way you do it. 
Exactly. Versus anybody else. So yeah, they might have the same kind of business as you, but there's a lot of people that don't resonate with that person. And they're, they're looking for somebody like you. And I remember when I first started, you know, to help you get over the resistance of starting the business. Uh, when I first, when I first started, started to take some steps to make my coaching business happen, I was looking for my own coach. And I remember her saying, well, on the discovery call that I had with her, she was like, Shana, she's like, there are people out there right now waiting for you. They need your help and they don't resonate with anybody else out there, but they will resonate with you and they can't find you unless you start putting yourself out there. And I just remember being like, okay, (laughs) I'll do it, you know? And so that was a big motivator for me to get out there and get over my fears and my doubts and, Mm -hmm. you know, but you never really, here's the thing. If you're, if you're in that position and you're, you have fears and you have those doubts and you have that voice in your head that's telling you you can't and all of those things like that never really goes away so don't wait yeah. for it to go away yeah what you need to do is take an action if yeah. you take an action step towards the thing mm-hmm. the clarity starts to come the voice starts to quiet down a little bit you start to see some some growth or you start to see something happen you get some wins and yeah. it builds your confidence mm-hmm. um, but know that it's never really going to go away yeah and it's going to come back at every time you're, you're every time you have a new level to go through every time yes. the next step comes, it's going to come back again. So it's not that you're, it's not that you get rid of it. You learn how to, you learn that, oh yeah, this has happened before, but when I just put myself out there and do the thing, yeah, it's never yeah. as bad as it seems. And I usually get something, you know, out of it and it helps me move, you know, keep moving. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. I, I had to learn that the hard way. I, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't. I let the fear build up so much and I didn't, you know, take the action or do anything. And then it was like the fear was like crippling me. Yeah. You know, it's like, I just, I just have to start. And like, obviously, you're not going to be given everything all at once. You know, as you take the action, more and more will be revealed. But it's just yeah. getting over that first hump. <laughs> Right. And that's actually when you talk about quantum leaping, the thing with quantum leaping is that you actually have to seek failure, like seeking Mm -hmm. failure is part of creating a quantum leap because in those failures, in those, in those moves that we take where maybe it doesn't work out, but at least we took the action, we've learned something from it. And it's those lessons, those little minute little lessons that we learn every time we take an action, whether it works or doesn't work, they're both feedback. Mm -hmm. That's what that's what helps us, you know, you know, a year from now you look back and you're like, Oh my God, a year ago, I started my business and was making nothing. And now I'm like making five figures or 10 figures or whatever it is, or five figures or six figures a month, you know? And you're just like, how did I get here? And it's like, well, because you kept pursuing, you kept taking action, you kept getting the feedback, you kept, you know, moving towards the goal. And, and that's how, and then one day you're just there and you're just like, how did I do that? Exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. It happened so fast. You, you don't even yeah. realize it oftentimes. Yeah. So in the moment though, it feels like it's taking forever or it's yeah. like, you know, when you talked about, you get so overwhelmed. I think one of the, um, one of the, the best things I can recommend to everyone mm-hmm. is to create an awareness around what you're thinking about and how you're feeling. Yeah. So create a habit around checking in with yeah. your thoughts and your feelings yeah. because you can be in a rabbit hole of negative shitty attitudes. Sorry, I swear <laughs> you can be in an attitude. You can be in a, um, that negative zone sometimes for days, maybe even yeah. weeks. 
mm-hmm. and you don't realize you're there. So if you can create that awareness around how you're thinking and feeling, then you have the um, power to make a different choice and change it. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. So that's one of the most powerful tools I think in getting over resistance and fear and doubt is to have the awareness of your thoughts, because those, those thoughts are what creating are what are creating your results. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of like, you know, brushing them off or like pushing them under the carpet or whatever it is, like you're going to do with them actually, like they're just going to keep coming back. Like, Well, and, and there are those, if you, and it's not to say that you can't feel negative, you can like you yeah. can process feelings, like things are going to happen, deal with them, move, you know, keep moving. But yeah. it's, it's, it's knowing that, okay, this is how I'm feeling right now. Yeah. And then if I stay in this, I know something it's not going to work. It's something, something's going to happen. So okay. either the client doesn't sign up or the webinar goes shitty or something happens. Right. And everything that we have result-wise in our life stems from how we thought and felt prior. Like maybe not the day before, it could have been the week before, it could even been the month before. We don't exactly know where it all sort of attaches to each, but your thoughts and feelings do create your results. So when you create an awareness around your thinking and your feeling, if you're feeling fear and you're feeling doubt and you're like, oh my gosh, this is keeping me back. I'm in this rabbit hole. I can't get out of this. You can go, oh, wait a minute. I'm not feeling and thinking good thoughts right now. What can I do to change it? Exactly. And this is where you have to, one of the things I I, um, talk about with my clients is like, okay, what is your go-to list of things to do when you are in a funk? Like when you're in that negative space. Mm -hmm. Um, I know for me, I got to get outside. I got to go for a walk. I got to take my dog or sometimes don't take my dog because he can be annoying (laughs) when I walk him. Sometimes I just got to take myself out into, we've got like a little wooded area over here and just Mm -hmm. be nature and go walk. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's a hot bath. Sometimes it's going to watch stand-up comedy and you just get my mind off of it for a bit. You know, what can you do to shift your energy and shift your thoughts Mm -hmm. so that you can start to creep out of that negative thinking feeling so that you can start to shift your, shift your, um, shift your thoughts. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. I know that's, and, and, and that's one of the things with quantum leaping. It's like a lot of it is strategy based for sure. It's about the doing and getting the actions and the feedback, but it's also a lot about, um, you know, your thoughts and, and what, what, um, you know, how much time or not how much time, but, um, what are you thinking about? You know, are you, are you thinking about what's going wrong or are you thinking about how you can find a solution? You know, like oftentimes when things are, when we're frustrated and things are, you know, we're feeling that resistance and things are going not in the right direction, we get hyper-focused on, well, why is this happening? Like, what did I do? Like, you know, you just kind of are like, this is happening to me and woe is me and why me and all of those yeah. things. And the, that's not going to, that's just going to keep you stuck there. You've exactly. got to go, okay, this has happened. Yeah. I can't change that, Yeah, but I can either, I can either be all sad and poopy about it, or yeah. what am I going to do about it? What did I learn? How can I use this to yeah. create some, some new momentum? Exactly. Yeah, it's true. And like, I feel like most people don't show what happens to them like them going through the hard stuff. They just show the highlight reels. And like, you have to remember that. I feel like everyone has gone through their hard and their struggle and Mm -hmm. 
you don't know what happens behind the scenes, right? Yeah. I, I honestly think it's like a right, it's like any of the, the celebrity coaches and entrepreneurs you see out there, like the yeah. Tony Robbins, all Mel Robbins, uh, all the people, yeah. they all have stories where they were like sleeping on someone's couch or they lost a business or they were in bankruptcy or, you know, something happened. Yeah. And not to say that you have to have that in order to have success, mm-hmm. but I do believe it's in those moments where you're dealing with your brick, let's just say, or your Mack truck. Yeah that that's actually what can be the springboard for a quantum leap, because you're at this spot where you're in a space where there's so much to learn. And there's so much you're going like, it's, it's literally changing who you are. You know, when we were going through our financial struggles, you know, I wouldn't, I look back at that and I wouldn't change anything. Like we we had to sell our house. We had to do all these things. Mm -hmm. And it's frustrating. And in as hard as that was in that moment, God, did I learn a lot about myself and my husband and our relationship and learned a lot about finances and learned a lot about, you know, like there was so much that we learned Mm -hmm. that I wouldn't trade that because now I'm more prepared so that when, you know, things are financially, you know, where we want them to be in a seven, eight figure kind of thing, we're, we're more prepared for it. We wouldn't have been prepared for it back then, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's so true. Like, um, what was I going to say now? Totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> it's, it's, I get it. <laughs> um, but one thing too, like if you're handed like the six or seven figure business or right from the start, you're, you're not going to learn all of that. You know, you're, you're not going to be grateful for it. You're just yeah. going to be like, okay, now what, you know, where's the nine figure business? Like, well, and I follow um, a woman, her name's um, Alpha Femme. I'm not sure if you're familiar with her, Melanie Ann Lair. And she, she's got so many, she's a mindset um, coach and she does, uh, she has so many great free master classes and programs okay. and things like that. Check her out. But um, she said something the other day and it really resonated with me is that the, it's in the failure that you understand how success feels. Right. Like it, you can't understand what success feels like if it's just success, 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 you, you know, it doesn't yeah. have a feeling anymore. You become numb to it. Yeah. So yeah. it's in the emotional sort of ups and downs that we, we can appreciate success. We can appreciate right. and celebrate things. And we know that, that, how that feels and mm-hmm. uh, like people try and avoid failure. Yeah. Try avoid it. Yeah. And I get it. Cause it hurts. Of course. Yeah. Right. But mm-hmm. there's so much in it for you. Yeah. You understood how much it's going to actually help you quantum leap and help you grow mm-hmm. yourself and your business and your income and all the things you yeah. wouldn't, you, yeah, you wouldn't necessarily run to it, <laughs> but yeah. you wouldn't be so afraid to like do something. Cause I think the thing is, and, and, all of these topics we're talking about quantum leaping and fear and doubts and online coaching and business, mm-hmm. they all kind of, it's all the same, right? They yep. all kind of have the same sort of base, but it's, it's, if you, cause you know how many people sit there and look at their phone to go live and they want to press the button and they're so afraid and they're looking yeah. at it going like, Oh my God, what am I going to say? And yeah. I know it's like, you're, they're so nervous, but if they would just hit the button and do the thing, 
Exactly. Even if it sucks, it doesn't matter. You've like overcome something just simply by hitting the button. And then the next time you hit the button, it's not so bad. Yeah. And then the next time you hit the button, it's not so bad at all. And then by the third or fourth time you've hit the button, you're freaking rocking it. You're like out there going live, talking to hands are waving, things are happening, comments are coming, people are, but you've got to go through that first ugly, messy phase and fail basically in order to get to that. Yeah, it's true. Right. Yeah. And most people don't even take like that first step. Like they, they have an idea like, oh, maybe I want to become a coach or I want to do this or I want to do that. But you know, you hitting the button to go live, you're already so many steps ahead of that one person. Like, yeah. And all you need is one person to say to you, oh my gosh, I needed this today. Thank you. Exactly. You get one of those comments and you're like, frig, I'm never not going live again because your message landed on someone. That's all you need is one, you know, is Mm -hmm. one person to hear it and be like, thank you so much. I needed this. Yeah. Yeah. It really reinforced that your voice matters. Yeah. And it may not come out, you know, the way that you wanted it to or whatever, but it'll come out the way that someone needs to hear that message. Even if you think it was a disaster and the worst live ever, it's, it's not, it's what that person needed to hear. And yeah. And we're always our own worst critics. Like every time I go live, I'm like, oh my God, that was horrible. And then yeah. I, sometimes I'll rewatch my own stuff. Yeah. And then after I watch it, I'll be like, well, actually that was pretty good. <laughs> you know, yeah, cause right? we are the replay in our head of what we just did always seems worse than it actually was. Exactly. Right? So, um, yeah. There's so many things and that's why you've got to just do it because mm-hmm. you realize that it's not as bad as you're making it seem. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. And even like when you're going through like that hard season or whatever, like you see, it seems like it's so hard and you want it to end so bad. But when you look back, it's like this tiny blip in your life. And you're like, you know, you're thankful for that hard season because it's taught you so much. It's true. And it is, it does go by so quick. Like, you know, I think when we went through that financial season in our life where things were crappy, it was about a year's worth of, you know, I mean, the, the struggle part was probably about three years in total, right. Yeah. but the main meat and potatoes of like having to sell our house and, you know, doing all the things with the credit cards and everything. Yeah. That was about a year. And yeah. then we had, we sold the house and, and, you know, kind of had to rebuild again. Mm. So total is about like three years. Right. Well, that was in 20. 16, 2017, like that seems like 10 years ago, (laughs) like it was, it seemed like another lifetime already, you know, and it was only, so you're right. It does go by fast. And, Mm. and, and here's the thing, things can change super quick when you take action and try and and do something to try and make, you know, make a difference. So exactly. It's, um, what kind of things do, uh, would you say that your audience, Samantha struggles with a lot? Um, I think just initially, like first starting, like they have that idea, they want to do that thing, but it's just the part like starting, like, where do I start first? Yeah. And like, even like when I look back at my journey, like I took forever to just start. And then when I started, I'm like, okay, this isn't that bad, but like, I let the actually fun. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like I let the fear kind of consume me and I didn't take action. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then once you did, now it's like, you look back and you're like, why didn't I do this sooner? And that's, that's, I know hindsight's always 2020 and it's hard for people who are stuck in it sometimes in that year, Mm -hmm. Um, but know that the answers you seek 
are in the actions that you need to take. So it's like, you can't, you can either stay stuck in fear and doubt and continue to wake up feeling bad about not doing anything, or you can take a scary, messy, fugly action. I call it because sometimes it's fugly Yeah, and you can, that just that one little thing is going to move you a little bit. It's going to move you out of the fear and move you into the confidence. Um, I remember, I remember, um, and actually this was my own quote and maybe somebody else has said this at some time. I don't know, but it was something I said the other day when I was actually feeling the fear of going live. I went through, when I first started my business back in 2016, Instagram wasn't a thing. I was on Facebook. I went live three times a week on Facebook and I was like crushing it. I was out there just live. If you go back to my old Facebook page, like there's tons of videos. Yeah. And then Instagram came out and I had cultivated this new fear of going live because Instagram was different. And I was like, wait a minute, I can't go live here. It's like not the same. And like, I don't know, it just seemed different. And so I kind yeah. of like, I lost my confidence mm-hmm. and recently just started getting it back. Mm-hmm. And, and the other day I was like, going to go live and I was feeling the fear and all the things. And I had a script and all of this stuff. And I just looked at myself, I looked at myself in the camera on my phone. And I just yeah. said, in order to get better, I got to get brave. And I yeah. freaking hit the button. Right. And then yeah. I did, it was what it was, whatever, That's but awesome. it actually got me just even doing that one, which is kind of was a awkward live. I was really stiff and whatever, yeah. just yeah. by doing it, like I took a layer of, of fear off and mm. got a layer of confidence and the next one was yeah. easier. And the next one I did one today, I was just like, now I'm just out there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. And like, I posted something a while ago, like you have to pick your stock. Like, <laughs> are you going to, you know, it sucks to go to a nine to five and sometimes it sucks to be an entrepreneur, but what suck do you want? Like, what, yeah. what are you picking? Right. And there's nothing like getting your backup, you know, like when I say, you know, whether it's a financial thing or like a fear of having to go get a nine to five, yeah. get your back right up against the wall. Like put yourself in that corner. Cause I yeah. guarantee you, once you get in that corner, you're going to take an action. Cause you're like, okay, mm-hmm. either I start working this business and putting mm-hmm. myself out there, or I got to go get a nine to five, yeah. you know? So if you like, if you have to get yourself all backed into that corner where you, you know, if you haven't done anything for weeks, okay, now you're going to eventually, you know, take action. Cause like you say, Mm. what sucks worse. And if it's getting the nine to five, you'll eventually push yourself to do something. Exactly. Yeah. And I find too, like, if let's say you have a nine to five and you want to start a business, I feel like you have that security of your nine to five. So sometimes you don't take the action that you should take. Cause you're like, well, I have my check to, you know, fall back on like, But when you're pushed in that corner, it's yeah, you or die. It's either start the business or sell the house. Like, right. And that's well, and that's one of the things, like when I look back, even at starting my network marketing business, Mm. I started while I was on mat leave. So I was kind of like, well, I had my mat maternity leave paycheck, you know, and I was doing this network marketing thing, Mm -hmm. but there came a point where it was like, I had to either go back to work because my mat leave was coming to an end or continue to work this business. And I knew if I went back to work, my business would suffer, right? Because I'm obviously not going to be putting as much time and effort into it. And so I made the choice to quit my job and do the network marketing thing. And I was back in 2010 it was 2011 when I quit my job, I had started it in 2010. Yeah. And that year that I quit my job and pushed myself and made myself do this business, took all the back doors away. Yeah. um, 
we, we, we had our first 10 K month, my first 10 K income month as a network marketer. Mm. So I quit my job in June. My first 10 yeah. K income month was in November. Oh, wow. That's what can happen when you yeah. take bold actions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a little story and it would be a great story to, to, um, wrap, wrap out the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, it's from the book you squared. And I think it will sum up this conversation really nicely. Um, and it's the story in the beginning. It's actually a true story in the beginning of the book and the author price Pritchett, who wrote the book mm-hmm. tells this story about how, um, he's sitting in a hotel and you know, like you're sitting at a window and there's yeah. flies, right. You know, the flies mm-hmm. are always attracted to the window. Yeah. And so he says, he's looking at this window and there's this fly and this fly is like banging on the glass, mm-hmm. pushing, 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 trying to get out the window. Yeah. Of course it's not going to work, right? The fly is going to end up dying on the windowsill because the fly yeah. is just seeing one way of doing it one way. And he's like banging his head, banging his head, banging his mm-hmm. head. And like, um, in the story price said, you know, across the room is an open door. Yeah. And the fly could literally just turn around, yeah, go out the door, right? But instead, he's so focused on this is the only way, this is the only way that I'm going to be able to make this happen is to go mm-hmm. through the glass. Yeah. And if people just understood that if they just looked at the situation mm-hmm. and go, like, how, how you know, there's a lot of fears and doubts and we get stuck in those thoughts. It's like you're banging your head against the glass, but what if this happens? But what if that happens? But what if this yeah. happens? But what if you just turned around, did a 180 mm-hmm. and that, and looked at what could go right? Well, exactly. what if I do this live and I find a new client or what if I start this business and I can quit my nine to five in a couple months? Like what if everything mm-hmm. works, yeah. right? You do that 180 and you fly right out that door to yeah. everything you want. Yeah. But we have to, again, coming back to awareness, mm-hmm. have the awareness of what it is we're thinking about and what it is we're focused on and ask ourselves, is this serving me? Is this right. thought serving me? And if it's not, can you do the 180 yeah. and find yeah. the open door and get the courage to take the step? Right. Wow. So it's an excellent book. If you haven't, if you haven't got it yet, you should. Yeah. <laughs> so I got to read that next. It sounds like such a good yeah. book. I love that analogy. That's, that's so good. I love yeah. it. <laughs> he says it better than I did, but yeah, um, it's, yeah. It's, it's the, the point of the story is, is that, you know, there are a million and one ways that things could work out. And we're always, we always get so focused on the, the, the one, the one negative, right. Because that's our instinct, right. Fight or flight. We kind of go, Oh, well, what if I die? What if I get hurt? You know, your exactly. ego is trying to protect you. Yeah. But if we could just stop the negative thinking for a minute, and just go, okay, well, what other options could happen? What other things could happen and, yeah. and look for the good? Cause it's there. It's always there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, exactly. The law, the law of opposites. Right. So, but we have to stop ourselves from going down that negative rabbit hole and make the effort conscious choice to look yeah. at what yeah. could go right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I so agree. I've been paying more attention every day to find like the good thing that happens in a day, even if it's just something small, because it'll just shift your mindset and you'll start realizing more and more and more of it. So, yeah, it's so, so true. That's what, you know, Melanie, going back to Melanie again, she had said that the other day in one of her trainings is that, you know, to get where we want to go in life or to make that quantum leap, it's one foot in gratitude and one foot in desire. It's like grateful for what you have, but then keep the vision for where you're going and kind of, you know, keeping both. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. And, and you've got so much to be grateful for. You've got this beautiful, what's your daughter's name? Bianca. Oh, beautiful. I love that name, Bianca. Oh, so. yeah. She's being so good. She's so quiet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, not really. <laughs> she has her moments. <laughs> her first podcast, so we'll oh, let it slide this time. Great. Yeah. Great. I'm just talking away so that you yeah. can deal with me. <laughs> Awesome. Well, this was so much fun. Um, where can our listeners find you? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, on Instagram is the best place. It's where I spend the most time and it's at quantum leap queen is my Instagram handle. And, um, and then my website is shanarecker.com. Um, so I'm always happy to chat in the DMS. If you love this episode and you have questions at all, please feel free to send me a message. Um, I'm always happy to chat. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. This was so much fun. Well, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. And um, it was really great chatting. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you could do me a favor and share this podcast, I would be so grateful. I hope you have an amazing week. And remember, who are you not to be that girl?